Kicking off hour number two in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. It is three and out. Uh, Alabama's Brandon Miller was selected yesterday as the AP Player and Newcomer of the Year. It sounds like uh, the media is holding everything against Nate Oates and not so much Brandon Miller. Surprised? Uh, no. Okay. And I think I think that's kind of the way to go with it right now. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if he is just com- – I'm not saying he – like, he should have been suspended. That doesn't mean he's guilty of a crime in the eyes of the law. But I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but it's not like he should have raised his hand and said, hey, suspend me, right? I mean, no yeah. one's going to do that, so I don't think you can hold it against him. And I, I think, like, to a degree – Let's say his side of the story is is accurate, right? Like, he had no idea. He just parked the car, they got the gun, whatever. If that's true, to play the way he's played with all that going on, if he did nothing wrong, is really impressive. Yeah. I think that's why Nate Oates didn't win Coach of the Year. I think everyone's still wondering, what the hell are you doing with your program, bro? I mean, the week after that incident, he averaged like 33-7. and seven. Was that the week after the incident or after or like the, the, the week after the it news all came broke, out? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think he's been that good recently. He's shooting the ball. I think he's making free throws and stuff, but I don't think he's – Yeah, he's – Like uh, a he, he was struggling. Yeah, he hasn't hit as many threes. Doesn't he feel like – He fouled out. Did he foul against a He might Yes, yeah. with like two minutes left. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay. Just going for a loose ball. See, that is an accurate use of wrong place, wrong time. Uh, against A&M, he was 7 of 23 from the field. That is 30.4%, 2 of 12 from 3. Against Auburn in the overtime win, he was 3 of 12. He was 2 of 12 from 3? Yes. He was 1 of 6 from 3 against Auburn, 3 yeah. of 12 from the floor. Uh, he did finish with 19 points and 17 points in those two games, but... A lot of that was free throw line and around yeah. the rim. Mm-hmm. What's uh, as we look at the SEC tournament? What's your prediction for who wins it? Man, we we said Bama's been kind of teetering lately, and then they obviously lose to A and M. Is it is it A and M's to win it? Aren't we second favorites? I think. Yeah, Bama has the uh, the best odds. Tennessee's second best odds, which I just I. If I was handicapping it, I would not have Tennessee with the second-best odds to win the SEC championship no. at all. Yeah, I mean, we talk about how wide-open college basketball is this year, and, you know, the SEC is a good example of that. If you just look, I think, realistically, there are – let me count here. I think there are seven teams that could realistically win the SEC tournament. Okay, A and M, Bama, Kentucky. Yes, uh, I'm going to guess you probably have Arkansas on that list. Yes, you got the top five teams that can win it, and then who else after that? Pretty so much, right? I got number one Alabama, obviously. Okay, yeah. Uh, number two Texas A and M. Yep. Kentucky, Missouri, three and four. You think Missouri has a chance to win it? Uh, yeah, if they get hot, yeah. They have the toughest. Yeah, they, they got, do have they, the they, toughest. They got a road. road. Uh, five Tennessee, obviously. As good as Vanderbilt's been, 
They're they're sitting there at the sixth spot right now. I don't think Vanderbilt really has a chance to ultimately win it. I think they can make some noise in it, but I don't think they're going to win it. Well, didn't they just beat Kentucky not that long ago? Uh, yeah, last week, yeah, last Wednesday. So assuming they get by the winner of LSU Georgia, which I think we both we all agree they will, right? We think Vanderbilt over LSU or Georgia. Yes. I mean, they did lose Robbins for the season. Ah, that's true. That is a big loss for them. Auburn's sitting there at seven. They're going to play Arkansas. I don't think Auburn can win it. I think they're too up and down. I I'd agree with that. I think Arkansas can win it. I don't think Auburn beats Arkansas, do you? Yeah, I, I got Arkansas in that I one. I do too. Auburn, you know, they played their tails off at home, beating us. Very emotional game. Mm-hmm. Senior night. I don't, I don't think they're going to respond well. After that, is win. Arkansas? They're in the tournament right now, aren't they? Yes. Are they? I think so because they were they were last four in before they beat us. And I'll tell you the dark horse to win the whole conference tournament. Wait, they didn't beat us. Arkansas. Oh, uh, I, th- I thought you said Auburn. Mm-mm. Uh, Arkansas's in, yeah. What are they are seated they? at right now? Oh, uh, they're a nine, Gosh. according to Joe Lenardi. To that is really. Gender. They did have, a, they have a good out of conference slate. Isn't that what A and M is? A uh, and M was an eight or a seven, I believe. Right? Last I saw. Yeah, I mean, they're a seven right now. I mean, Arkansas is a ten seed in SEC. Yeah, that's what I heard some people talking about that the other day on. I think it was SEC now <laughs> that they're a ten seed in the SEC tournament, but currently listed as a nine, a nine in the big dance, which is just funny. Uh, and the dark horse to win it all, to win the SEC tournament championship. So you're going to put a little money down on this team? State. I, I might actually. This is uh, If you look at their path, Mississippi State is who I'm going with here. They get a Colin castleton list Florida team. Yep. They win that. They get Alabama. Who they who took to the wire. They led that game for 38 out of 40 minutes on the road in Tuscaloosa. So, and with everything surrounding the Alabama program right now, we talked about this about a week ago. Would it surprise you at all if they came out in game one and laid an absolute dud? Oh, I mean, they just lost to Vanderbilt. So, yeah. I mean. Who's that? No, I'm talking about Bama. Oh, Bama? Yeah. Would that surprise you at all? No, it would not. Me neither. Uh, I, I, I would not be at all surprised if, let's say, Mississippi State beats Florida. And I would not be surprised if they beat Alabama by twenty. Uh, you know, who, like, I don't think anything would surprise me in that game. But Alabama, I would not be surprised if Alabama lays an egg. The last couple of weeks, and I know they've had some off the court issues circulating, causing distractions. Yeah, a little bit. And the team I'm about to mention last year didn't, but it's kind of starting to remind me a little bit of how Auburn ended the season late last year. You got to think Auburn was just the talk of the SEC, Jamari mm-hmm. Smith, all year. Yep. That's all everybody talked about. They are without they a doubt. They lost to the eight seed, didn't they? Because A&M was eight yeah, seed last year. Yeah, they lost year. to A&M. Lost to us to end the season. Was it the A&M game? Is that the game I'm thinking of that KD Johnson went 0-14, or was that in the tournament? Yeah, uh, I think it was A&M game. Okay, that's what I thought, too. So, would not be surprised if Alabama ends up similar to that Auburn team last year. And we mentioned it, like, it might have been last week. You know, when you have the stuff going on around your program that Alabama is dealing with right now, when you're in a packed venue with every team in the SEC having fans represented there, you are public enemy number one. Yeah. And the second 
that game tips off, it's going to be a madhouse. The second whoever you're playing hits a big shot, goes on a little bit of a run, mm-hmm. it's going to be a madhouse. And it's going to be you versus the world in Nashville this week. I think typically in neutral site games like that, the underdog is always like the crowd favorite. But this is like that plus 10 because Alabama is, like you said, public enemy number one. So it's going to be – I think everyone in there would be rooting for Mississippi State anyway. But now it's – like extra rooting for Mississippi State and also against Alabama. So I agree with you. I think that place. It's also a noon tip. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes it that first one, it won't be crazy, but still. Uh, just talking about Vandy, they lost to LSU this year and only beat Georgia by three. So it's not a foregone conclusion. That they yeah, but they're playing first. They're playing so well right now. It's a home game, I guess. Yeah, basically. I mean, and honestly. Robbins is a huge loss. No, I, I don't disagree. I mean, he's first team all conference. I mean, that's. I don't know. Tennessee's playing at three if they win Friday. Right? Or if we win tomorrow, we're playing at three again on Friday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then it'd be uh, yeah. one o'clock on Saturday. I'm getting the jitters back here. Why? This is just the best time of the year. Are you looking forward to Tennessee in the postseason or just the postseason in general? Uh, Both. A little bit of both. You're actually excited about Tennessee in the postseason? There's a lot we don't – I mean, we know how the team's going to go more than likely. We have our, we have our gut feeling, but at the same time, it's the hey, Texas, so, the Texas Tennessee team could show up, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's kind of my thing with the tournament. Like, I know everyone judges coaches on postseason success. Like, some some team has to get hot, right? Somebody has to get hot and win some games they're not supposed to, and somebody has to go on a run. I think this team is capable. Uh, it's just finding that shred of consistency that this team has not had all year. And I think that's been one of the most frustrating things about this team uh, really since the start of the season is you just don't know what version of Tennessee you're going to get. And there doesn't seem to be a key element regarding the opponent that, oh, we're playing this type of team tonight. That means that you know we're not going to play well or that we are going to play well. We've played really well and really bad against varying styles of opponent, and it just – there's no way to just like wrap your head around it. And then like chaos happens every year in sure, the first sure. round in the NCAA tournament. I know it's hard to kind of like pick out the upsets and mm-hmm. where you think something crazy might happen, but it always happens. It happens every year. Is it going to happen to us or can we be the beneficiary of it happening to someone else in our side of the bracket? That's, mm-hmm. that's just and, and and if you are the beneficiary, you have to capitalize because that's one thing. I think that's what hurts so so much about the uh, year we lost to Loyola Chicago. Yeah, is that you'll never have an easier path to the Final Four in your life. Because who who would we have played next? Was so like Kansas State. We opened up. Who did we play in that first round game? Why'd you have to ask me that? Oh, we, we so Wright State. Wright State. Yeah, Loyola Chicago. After that, you would have played like a eight or nine seed Kansas State in the mm-hmm. Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Your Elite Eight would have been, I believe, a five or a six seeded Nevada team. That was, I think, that's right. That was coached by Musselman at the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then, and then in the Final Four, you'd have had a matchup with Michigan. We never beat Michigan. I know, but, but it would have been a Final Four. It would have been awesome. And that'd have been like it's never going to be easier than that. Dare to dream. Yeah. It's March. 
We'll hit a quick break. Come back. Continue hour number two. It's three and out on Fan Run Radio. Always a big fan of charades, Hickman. Yep. Uh, hour two continues. Uh, all right, let's let's just throw it down right now. Give me your pick. Who wins the SEC tournament? Hmm. Give me Texas A&M. Brett. I think Kentucky. You have Casey Wallace plays. No, no, it can't be them. It's not a bad pick. I think I'm gonna go A&M too, because I refuse to pick Kentucky. And but Kentucky's they're 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 right there. They could do it. And I mean, let's be real. I mean, A&M, the absolute elite guard play. Uh, and Buzz is a really good postseason coach. We saw that last year. Yeah, I mean, not only that, they just I mean they knocked everybody off on their way to the championship last year. I think they they weren't favored in a game they played. They had a much tougher road than we did. Yes, they did. I was actually pretty nervous about that game. I felt like we handled it really well. I feel like we didn't we get up by around ten and just kind of hang there pretty much the whole game. Like it, it never felt like we were having to sweat that one out. Yeah, I mean, I think we got up like ten to fifteen and just kind of coasted idled there right the yeah. whole game. Yeah. That's what I think. I'm gonna. I think I'd pick A and M. I again, I would not be surprised at all if on Friday Bama gets absolutely rolled by Mississippi State or Florida. Or Florida? Yeah, I I just I wow. think that there has been so much going on, and I think it's weird, right? Because obviously, like basketball season has these stages where it's you know preseason play, conference play, postseason as far as your conference tournament, and then the NCAA tournament. And I think for Bama, when you're in conference play and all that stuff's going down. They're, you're kind of able to keep pushing, like, "Hey, we're still doing this. We're still now that there's been a slight reset on the season, and you kind of have to change gears." I'm wondering if the distractions and just the mental toll that this whole situation has taken on not only Brandon Miller but Oates and his teammates and all that. Like, I just wonder if, and I, I think you started to see that a little bit once the Miller news broke a couple weeks ago. Um, they lost. To A&M, and they were really, really close to losing to Auburn, really close to losing to, was it Mississippi State right after that? I mean, they've yeah. been they've been right there, and they haven't quite put it together. And I'm not saying that A&M loss is what did it. I think it's going to be this reset of, okay, regular season's over. Now we're going into the postseason. Because at this point, most coaches start to kind of ramp up the energy. And I just wonder how much this Alabama team has left, you know, as far as focus, mental drive, uh the, I just would not be surprised at all if either of those teams, maybe they don't just blast Alabama, but I certainly wouldn't be surprised if they did. And I won't be surprised at all if they lose. Nothing in that game really would surprise me. But I I would definitely not uh, expect Alabama to dominate. Just I just think that reset point of the season of, okay, postseason, like things just change. Everything gets a little bit different. And I just wonder if uh, if they're not mentally exhausted from – Everything that's kind of gone on. So you're taking Kentucky. 
We got A&M. Weird that no one takes the one seed. It's almost like you guys feel it too. I wonder how many times. Let me powder keg. Let me see. Like you said, there's five teams that could possibly win this thing. Yeah, I agree. Missouri gets hot, they could win. Yeah, if they hit 14 threes a game. I actually think this. I, I love the SEC tournament. It kind of seems like it's always just wide open every year. I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up right now. Let's see the, the list of tournament champions. There, the there have definitely been teams that have won it. We're going into the SEC tournament. You would the year Georgia won it uh, when it got moved to Georgia Tech. That was a bananas run. Uh, the year Pearl lost to Mississippi State in the championship game. Did not expect that. Uh, was it was it Grand Admiral's final year? That we beat Kentucky in the semis. Down nine and, with like a minute 55 left. And then came back Auburn and absolutely houses us the next day on their, I think that was, was that their final four run? Was that Auburn's final four run? Did we kind of kickstart that when they won the SEC tournament? Was that that year? I think it was. Yeah. They didn't, they got hot. Hot as a pistol. Uh, who wins the ACC tournament? Your guess is, it, is it lay the teams out on a board, blindfold yourself, spin around 15 times, and throw a dart. Virginia? Is that your pick? I mean, that's what any logical person would do. Mm-hmm. Seeing as that conference is absolute trash, and they have been the best team in that conference. but uh, Not by much, though. Virginia's ranked 13th. They're 23-6. and six. Miami is 14th. They're 24-6. and six. Could this be... Uh... The Hurricanes year, potentially. Uh, Duke is in the top 25. They're at 21, 23, and 8. Uh, I mean, it is the ACC tournament. Like, I don't think Duke would be a bad pick. but No. Uh, it's turning time. You never know if Carolina just I know, yeah. Up. Yeah, I mean, especially after what they did last year. It's kind of like, well, maybe they uh, maybe they got they're some of that magic in them. In, I think, still. I mean, they're right there. Uh, bubbles go. Give me – I'm going to take Virginia. Okay. But be on the lookout for Clemson and Pitt to make some noise. Pitt's a sneaky good pick, I think. I can't figure Clemson out this year. Uh, currently on the bubble, uh, North Carolina is listed as the first four out. So a couple wins in the ACC tournament could put the Tar Heels in, according to – Joe Lenardi, a.k.a. the NCAA Selection uh, Committee. Louisville season officially ended. How many wins did they finish with? Uh, Four? Did they get the four? They have four and 30. (laughs) Let me double check that. I'm pretty sure it was four wins. Uh, Very very impressive year for Louisville. That's crazy. They have like four or five stars on their team or something like that. Well, they got Brandon Huntley Hatfield. Uh, Let's see. Oh, they didn't make it. They'll, they'll prop. They'll get to twenty nine losses with a loss in the uh, ACC tournament. They pay to get the, into the CBI. Four and twenty eight. The crazy thing is, there are writers and Louisville fans defending Kenny Payne, saying he hasn't lost the locker room. The players love him. The administration has wow. to support him and bring him back. I mean, four and twenty eight at Louisville with because. I mean, there, there's talent on that roster. You just oh, said yeah. it. There's like four or five They've got guys. if the players love him and he's not lost the locker room and he has that many five stars on his roster and he's still only won four games. And guess what, Louisville? It's 
he's a terrible coach. Well, I saw a report yesterday, and this is kind of where all this started, that the administration at Louisville has growing concerns on the staff's ability to coach, develop, and recruit in the ACC. And I'm like, well, those are kind of a a big three for me. If you can't coach, develop, or recruit, and clearly you can't win, I'm going to say, yeah, maybe that should be a growing concern. But it, it was kind of amazing to see how many Louisville fans were saying, keep Kenny Payne, bring him back for one more year. This was just the the bad luck season of all bad luck seasons. Louisville actually already lost in the tournament. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah they lost yeah. last night. Who did they lose to? Boston College. Uh, yeah. Oh, so did we. Neat. Good night for Boston College. So 4-28, and 28, the final. Final. Oh, no. wow. It's beautiful. You know, they probably thought around December 14th they were turning it around. They won back-to-back games. Well, so, what was that recruit? I think once ever <laughs> he decided to go to Kentucky. You know, they got rid of, what, the grandfather or whatever that was on their team. They just went downhill. Okay, so their four wins were Western Kentucky. They won by 11. They beat Florida A&M by 6. They beat Georgia Tech by 10. And Hickman, they beat your Clemson Tigers by 10 as well. They did not win a game on a neutral site or on the road. All four wins coming at home. You got to respect it. I don't think you do. I think this is this is a pretty bad year. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a heads up for tomorrow, Chris. I will be late. Why is that? Just big game for me tonight at 11:30. Who's that? Montana State plays Northern Arizona in the Big Sky Conference Championship. The odds of you watching this game are zero. I will send you a picture of no, you won't. the final scoreboard. No, you won't. Please don't. I'll be asleep. I do, I do not need a text at – you say it tips at 1130? Yeah, tip off is at 1130. Hey, when you're not going to stay up until 2 a.m. watching a basketball game. I might. Especially one like that. <laughs> I like Montana State. DVR it, bro. Yeah, then I'll, I'll wake up tomorrow morning with ESPN notifications – of either Northern Arizona wait, or wait, Montana wait, wait. You, State has punched their ticket. You get notifications to your phone on Montana State basketball? Maybe. We'll take a quick break. Come the, back uh, and continue our number two. predictor gives Montana State a 79.9% chance to win. Yeah, so see, it's a lock. No need to watch it at all. I might watch it to halftime. There you go. Now you're talking. Hour two continues. Uh, Hickman, are you going to be parked in front of the television tonight watching NCAA basketball? Uh, I'm going to bang out some Book of Boba Fett tonight, and then I'm going to... Wait, 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 what? Book of Boba Fett. Are you a Star Wars guy? Uh, I think it's the greatest movie franchise ever. Since when? Since always. Like, the the... Well, actually, not since always, since about three Brent, years ago. Brett, have you ago. ever heard him mention Star Wars? Never. That was the first. Uh, I mean, I used to hate on Star Wars, but for the past couple of years, I've been a big fan. 
uh, re-watching them. You know, obviously the acting, the writing's not the best, but it, it, it's a it's a good fun story that is pretty hard to not like. Mm. You mentioned a lot of movies and shows on here. I've yeah, never I've heard never him say heard Star Wars. Nope. Star Wars. Stay tuned for tomorrow, folks, because I will be delivering ten movies an hour, breaking down what I find to be the thirty greatest films of all time, in my opinion. Well, of course, your opinion, which you also largely view as fact. Because it largely is fact. Yep, I figured you'd say that. Uh, but you said you have some games tonight that you are interested in? Yeah. Obviously, Montana State at 1130, I'm, I'm sure you'll be just hopped up on uh, Mountain Dew and Doritos as you binge watch this game at 1130. Uh, one game that is going to be on ESPN Plus tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, honestly, just a fun team to keep an eye on because okay. – if they don't win their tournament, they're not getting in. But that is Iona taking on Mount St. Mary. Iona is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. And this is the championship game? Uh, no, this is the quarterfinal. Oh, wow. So okay. they got a little they got a little ways to go if they're going to want to get in, obviously. Yeah, we were looking at uh, potential opponents if Tennessee were to fall to the four or the five. Iona was on the list. I don't think anybody who is in their right sound mind would want to play Rick Pitino in the NCAA tournament. No. So... That's a that's a fun one to keep an eye on there. Uh, scrolling down the list, also Georgia plays LSU at nine o'clock. I I hate LSU. I, I like their coach. South Carolina Ole Miss is at seven. Uh, yes. Wait, wait, wait. It's at seven, and the next game is scheduled for nine. Is it at seven? Uh, it says twenty five minutes after the yeah. game ends. So about nine thirty is when you can that's expect when tip off. Ten. That game will not tip until ten. College basketball games are not lasting two hours anymore. They're at, they're lasting like two two hours, two hours 20. and twenty five minutes, and then it's thirty five minutes. Yeah, twenty five. I'd be stunned if that game tips off before nine forty five. But stunned. I hate LSU. At least just watching them play because they're god awful. But uh, the couple of times I've watched Georgia this year, they're actually pretty fun to watch if you just like high flying dunks and just Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, remember? Didn't they start their game against us with like yeah. two straight dunks? They got out to a little lead before we, you know, hammered them. And then you got a big rivalry game in the first round of the Big Twelve tournament. You have Oklahoma, Oklahoma State playing each other. Uh, Oklahoma State's favored by two. Uh, bad year for both those teams, who are usually pretty consistently good. And of course, I've already mentioned Northern Arizona and Montana State. Is that Oklahoma win over Alabama at the time the most surprising? win of this entire season not yeah. not that they won but that they won by 30 something yeah i would say so i mean when you think back of this entire season i don't remember a game that was a a larger upset but not like a a buzzer beater you know to win it i mean that was a absolute demolition of alabama sorry i just wanted to make that note i still like because you said bad years for both teams and i totally agree it's just amazing to me that alabama got pantsed the way they did in Norman. Uh, if you want to see a team try and punch a ticket tonight, uh, Northwestern State is going to take on Texas A&M Corpus Christi in the Southland Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game tips off at 5 o'clock. Uh, A&M Corpus Christi is favored by three. Okay. Let's see if we got any other championship games going on tonight. This is when we need Charlie Collier. He lives for this stuff. Hmm. Not seeing any, uh, but yeah, seriously, root against Iona tonight. 
I mean, hey, man, we don't. I mean, if they make the tournament, that's one thing. We just don't want them on our uh, our first round game. Yeah, but but if they're out of the tournament, they can't be. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm a big fan of keeping as many great Hall of Fame all time great coaches out of the tournament as possible. So I don't know. Does it feel like Patino's kind of uh, rehabilitated his image a little bit at Iona? You don't hear about him Maybe much. A, he's also at Iona. Uh, well, exactly. Let's see how he does. After this year, when he probably takes a power five job somewhere, how old is he now? Oh gosh, you think he goes back to Louisville? It's a joke. I don't. Th- I don't think he. He's seventy. Oh, okay, he's always been so pale. Uh, he has not always been so pale, but in the last like ten years or so, I've never seen. He looks like a vampire. Yeah, he does. It, I mean, it looks like scary. It looks like he puts like the baby powder on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And just. Uh, but. I think he'll be. Uh, you think he gets a power five job next uh, year? Notre Dame, maybe one to keep an eye on. St. John's as well. I just I don't think Notre Dame because I think the baggage from all the Louisville stuff is still a little heavy. But I could see a non. I don't know how I would phrase it. I'm gonna Notre Dame's not a basketball blue blood, but I think Notre Dame as an institution views themselves as a little more prestigious. Be- yeah, yeah, better than. And I don't think they'd be willing to risk that their image on hiring Patino. Uh, but I could see some other schools that you know might make that move. St. John's should blow their coach out of there. What Georgetown? Like Patrick Ewing's got to be done, right? Uh, he could have Georgetown back to the Final Four in two, three years. Patino, With, yeah, Patino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With as easy as you can turn over a roster these days in mm-hmm. college basketball, uh, it doesn't take long. Uh, he could he could take that job and have seven new players in a week. So, it will be interesting to see, though. Or, you know, I mean, is he at a point in his career where he's just coaching because he loves coaching and is pretty content with everything he's Well, that's what I was – I mean, he's he's accomplished a bunch. He's I don't think he's hurting for money. I Taking think he, three teams to the Final Four? Yeah, I think he does just like to coach. I mean, that's that's all the guy's ever done, really. How many coaches have taken three teams to the Final Four? Uh, That's going to be a very short list. Let's see. I don't think you can say anybody, right? Uh, nah, no one sticks out. Let's see. What Roy Williams is two. He got uh, Kansas to the Final Four, right? He didn't win one at Kansas. Uh, this is a yeah. very old article. Okay. It's a two-man list. Two-man list. And the other one just completely slipped my mind. Should I know what it? Are the co- what teams? Uh, that's a dead giveaway. Is it? So, Patino's one. Yeah, Rick Patino is one. This is an old article, keep in mind, but so I, it's, not, it's not changed since. It's not Hugh Houston said, right? So, we got Roy Patino. Williams? Uh, no, Williams is two. Two. Oh, three, yeah. We oh. Am I, uh, this is one of those things I'm going to slap myself. Oh, you're going to slap yourself when you hear so it. So, this coach has taken three... Is it is it three teams or is it has like did he have four and I'm just missing it? Three teams. Three teams. So th- still coaching. Still coaching. Wait, what? Yeah, he's still coaching. There is a coach still coaching that has taken three teams to the final four. I, people are screaming at their radios. There's right two now. coaches coaching right now who have taken three teams to the final four because right, Rick Patino, Rick Patino, and this guy. Let me see if people have tweeted in the answer real quick. Right? Did he take Illinois? Uh, self never made the final four there. He got to lead eight with Darren Williams, I think. They were really good in 05, I think. 
I'm getting. T- I'm. I'm not. Stop texting me, people. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm trying to figure this out. Cal Perry didn't do no because he went to no. Is it UMass? It has to be Memphis Cal. It's Cal. Yeah, it's yeah. Cal Perry. Oh, yeah. We got there. I always forget he had UMass. I, forget, I, I mean, I know he coached there. I always forget that he got them See, to the Final Four. When, when I saw Calipari... Also, those are vacated, so that doesn't count. It's a one-man yeah. list. When I when I saw Calipari, I was like, uh, really? Because I forgot about Memphis, but... Good that job, was the, Brett. That was the Marcus Camby team. Yeah. That's right. That's right. The Camby team. Which, uh, that's all wiped from the history books, though, so it technically doesn't count. Because he's a cheater and a scumbag and a liar. Depends who I actually... 2013... They went in something NCAA vacated something from Patino. From Patino or Cal? No, Patino. Yeah, he had no. He had some stuff. uh, Think about this. Just how crazy this is. No, Uh, it was the final. It was their final four. I think they had to take the banner down or something. Listen to the NCAA tournament champion 2013. Yeah, they didn't let him hang the banner though. This is at UMass. Yeah, Uh, I know. I know things were different in college basketball back in the 90s, but listen to this stretch from Calipari at UMass. 30 and five. Ranked seventeenth, that's how that's as high as they got. Twenty four and seven, ranked in the top twenty five all year, got as high as fourteen. Twenty eight and seven, got as high as six. Twenty nine and five, started the season ranked third, got up to number one, and then thirty five and two, started the season ranked seventh, got up to number one, and of course, went to the final four. That's a hell of a stretch. Yeah, it's pretty good. Then of course, then he gets in trouble, vacates, and takes goes the to Memphis. Memphis job. Little slow at Memphis out of the gates, dude. But well, that was a that was strong. a dump of a job when he took uh, it. His first year, they went twenty one and fifteen. It's actually not that bad for your first year. Uh, his final four year at Memphis, they went. This is insane. Thirty eight and two. Didn't win it. Right. No, they lost, that lost was the, the that was the Chalmers shot by Kansas. Who was the? Were we the other loss on that schedule? Kansas and Tennessee were the two losses. They we were the only team to beat them until Kansas in the championship. Yep. Damn, that conference was a was a joke back then, though. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. Who was the coach at Memphis before Cal? Oh gosh, you know, and uh, the year after that. the year after that though, Memphis went thirty three and four. And that was obviously his last year there. Uh, we we're doing our last break. Oh, of the, what, hold go on. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Was it before Cal? Was it? No, never mind. I don't know. I was trying to think of who their coach was before Cal. I think he was only there for two years. Yeah, ninety nine to two thousand. It was Johnny Jones. Uh, Didn't he end up at LSU? I believe so. Yeah, familiar. I think that's it's been right. a fun college basketball history day right here. Well, it is. It is March. That's true. You gave us some trivia. Yeah, that was nice. Those are fun questions to ponder. You know, Cal. What a slime. You should ask Hitman some Star Wars questions. See Ooh. How much he loves them. <laughs> oh, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> 